one had me discombobulated this morning. And this is why it's important for us to read. Okay, so today's word for the day, gotta figure out how to use it in a sentence on your J-O-B, is smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Now, thank you. Monday, I mean Monday. <laughs> today's word is smorgasbord. Now, this one got me. This one got me. Because all this time, I haven't had this wrong. So, smorgasbord is a noun. Now, I always thought the smorgasbord was like the Ouija board or another name for the Ouija board. That's what I thought a smorgasbord was. I thought it was the thing that they put on there and they be up under the letters A, B, C, D, E, F, G with a hole in the middle and if it moves, it's a spirit in the house. You know, like they show on TV. See, TV be lying. I thought that's what a smorgasbord was. And I know my problem was wrong. But it's Swedish. Come from the 19th century. It's a buffet offering. A variety of hot and cold meals. Salads and hors d'oeuvres. Who would have ever thought? Why you just couldn't say buffet? Oh, because it is sweet. So it's a smorgasbord. So when you go to Mama June's the next time, you go to Mama June's or Old Times or Ryan's Golden Corral, you know, any place like that, you ought to get the lady at the front. Says, do I order off of a menu here or do you have a smorgasbord? <laughs> no, go to one of them other restaurants that don't serve buffet and at the front desk, at the front little lobby person, at the hostess station, mess a mine up. Mess his day up. Say, pardon me, I know I can order off of the menu. I got no paper. Oh, I got some. I know that I can order off of the menu, but would you happen to have a smorgasbord over there? They gonna look at you like what? Smorgasbord means a buffet. I quit. A buffet offering a variety of hot and cold meat salads and hors d'oeuvres. Bet you didn't know that. Then the second thingamajigger definition is a wide range of something or a variety. So now you can put this in the workplace. On Mondays, I have a smorgasbord of work to do. <laughs> Go just walk in your, your boss office today. I'm going to get us all in trouble. And just have a stack of paper. I got a few books. I got a few books. Just grab a stack of papers. Go in your 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 boss's office and say, "I got a smorgasbord of work to do in eight hours. You want me to do the smorgasbord of work?" In eight hours. <laughs> I mean, don't do that. That probably won't go over well. That was some bad advice. So don't do that. So, smorgasbord. Let's use it in a sentence. Those are my sentences.
The hungry travelers were delighted to discover their host had prepared a smorgasbord of meats, cheeses, breads, and spreads. Now, I do like the way that wrote read now. Meats, cheeses, breads, and spreads. Smorgasbord. Tanny's vinyl collection was a smorgasbord of musical styles that reflected her varied tastes and moods. Mm. So go figure, like all of this time. Now, you can say, I'm just saying all of this time. Yeah, all of this time, I actually thought, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought it was the little board that you moved the letters around on. Just me. Just me. All right, beautiful people, I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift. Well, shift happens. Listen, so I, I want to... Listen, this thing here blessed me so much this morning. This verse that I'm, well, this particular passage of scripture that I'm going to share with us today. We got to be careful how we go around looking. Okay? Hear me when I'm talking. We have to be careful with how we go around looking, how we walk around looking. And I'm not talking about hair and makeup and jewelry and and things like that, because I just realized I forgot my earrings, but oh well. Uh, but yeah, we have to be careful how we go around looking. We have to be careful how we look. How we look, our facial expressions, our body language, our demeanor, it speaks when we say nothing. Hear me now. Your body language, your facial expressions, how you carry yourself, how you hold your head, um, how you sit, how you stand, they mean something. So my word for the day, my word of motivation and encouragement for us all today is be careful how you look. Mm, my God, be careful how you look. I'm going to show you this in the Bible. I'm going to show it to you in the Bible. And it blessed me. It's only, I ain't preaching today, although I feel like it. But I'm going. we're going to look at verse 1 and 2 in Nehemiah chapter 2. When I, I'm telling you, I have never looked at this scripture in 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 never I've read it, but it didn't stick out to me, Alexis, like it did this morning. Be careful how you look. Okay, so listen. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. We're gonna look at it from the Good News translation this morning. One day, four months later, when Emperor Artaxerxes, Artaxerxes, that's his name today, was dining. I took the wine to him. He had never seen me look sad before. So he asked this question. He says, why are you looking sad? You aren't sick. So it must be that you're unhappy. I was startled. 
gracious alive. He, Nehemiah goes to sit with the emperor for dinner, to dine with him. He is with the emperor. He is with the man at the top. A man who had evidently been in his company before. Been around him before. Seen his work. Been in his presence. He takes wine to the emperor to dine with him. He had never seen me look sad before. So he asked the question. This got me. And this is this is what I want to ask you today. I want us to I want us all to catch this. <clears throat> Excuse me. The emperor never saw him sad. So I don't know if every time he was in the presence of the king, and we just go say king because it's once a one syllable. I don't know whether it was every time he was in the presence of the king, he made sure that his demeanor was happy. He made sure his demeanor was appropriate. Um, I don't know whether he was faking being happy. I don't know whether he was faking uh, being content. Maybe things in his life before now was happy, was fine. Hear me when I'm talking. But this particular time, when he shows up to the king, he's looking sad. The king asked the question, Tasha. He asked the question. He said, why are you, why are you, why are you looking so sad? If you are not sick, then you must be unhappy. <laughs> so a lot of people, when you look at them and they looking sad and you know, they ain't sick, it might be a clue that they unhappy. How are you looking on your job? How are you looking around your friends? How are you coming before the king? How, 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 how do you appear to the people that matter? Yeah. How do you appear to the people? Because if you, if you ain't sick, then you, there's some people, listen, there's some places in your life that you unhappy. When people come to work and they look inside and you know that it's, the king really puts it in, into, into two different categories for us. He puts it into two categories for us. He says, either you sick or you're unhappy. So if you find yourself waking up this morning and out in, 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 in your, in your moving about to go into your Monday, if you woke up looking sad, <clears throat> I'm talking about getting beyond just the fact that we don't like Mondays, right? That not, that we don't like Mondays, but, but beyond that, when, when you woke up and you started moving around, getting yourself settled the question you have to ask yourself if you if if your spouse your children you looking in the mirror whatever when you woke up got settled if you still found yourself looking sad 
The question you have to ask yourself, am I sick or am I unhappy? That's it. You get two. You're sick or you're unhappy. So it's, it's really about, again, it's really about utilizing all of the muscles in your face. It's a, you know, a, gratitude carries a certain look. Pursuit carries a certain look. And the more you grow in life, hear me a lesson, let auntie teach you. The more you grow in your life, you'll understand that just because you've been this way your whole life don't mean that that's right. That's always the way you did it. Doesn't mean it's right. I'm having to learn this. That just because it's something that you've always done don't mean that you've always done it right. Gratitude carries a certain look. Mm -hmm. happiness and contentment and satisfaction even the pursuit of uh advancement the pursuit of progression the pursuit of your career it it carries you it, you know it carries a certain look and if if you if you ain't sick then what are you unhappy about what are you unhappy about Life don't have to be perfect for you to look good. And again, when I say look good today, I want us to remember now. I want us to remember now. When I'm talking about looking good, I'm not talking about makeup. I'm talking. I'm, not, I'm just talking about the 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 way you carry you. Because it's really not about when I carry myself happy. When I carry myself uh, excited and enthusiastic. I feel better. My my moves are different. My my momentum is different. Remember, listen, God help me, help me. Ooh, oh, God. Oh. How you, what you carry and how you carry yourself. Hear me, hear me. Personify this thing, Smith. How you carry yourself will determine your momentum. If you carry yourself heavy, Hear me. If you carry yourself heavy, it's going to be hard for you to have any forward momentum. I'm telling you, success carries a certain look. Not a certain look like you got to wear this type of clothing. It's not about that. I'm talking about your persona. You know, here. He walked into the king with wine in his hand. Wine means... Symbolize. We had a party. We about to celebrate something. There's an occasion. He brings wine to the king, but he's he's his countenance. It does not match the occasion. God help me today. Hear me. His countenance does not match the occasion. How he's carrying him. His the look is not matching the occasion. Please make sure that your look is matching the occasion. Hold on now. I ain't, I've never seen you like this. Something you're not sick. I know you're not sick. I know it's I know it's not your blood pressure. I know I know it's not a heart condition. I know it's not a migraine. I know it's not a sciatic nerve. I know it's not knee pain. I know it's not um you know a, a, a headache. I know it's not cancer. I know it's not a tumor. I know it's not a cyst. I know that there's nothing physically wrong with you. So you must be unhappy. Is how you're carrying yourself relative to your happiness. 
And so Nehemiah said, I was startled. Now, why was he startled when he knew how he came to the king? But look what he says. If, you, if you're reading it in verse 3, he honors the king. He says, may your majesty live forever. But then he asks a question. This is good. Now, this right here is, is worthy of going home on. He says, how can I keep from looking sad? When the city where my ancestors and where my ancestors are buried is in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by the fire. He says, how can I look happy? How can I keep from looking sad when what I see is not what I want to see? God help me today. Lord. When, when your life is not where you want it to be what he's saying. When, when I'm looking at a city that is in ruins, how can I keep from looking sad? This, how this city looks, how this city looks is, is, is important to me. How can I keep from looking sad? So the king was right. He wasn't sick. He was unhappy. So the king asked him what he wanted. What is it that you want? He said, Get, I want you to release me so I can go rebuild the city. Listen, oh, I'm, I'm moving all over the place, but this is just my mind, how my mind works. Listen, the king asked him what he wants. He said, I want to be released to go fix what I see. <laughs> so in your life, that part of your life that's unhappy, I wish I had help. In that part of your life that you are unhappy. If, if, if you're unhappy with it and you need permission, I release you prophetically speaking. If I made a day on a Monday, God help me today. I release you if you needed it to go and fix what you see wrong with your life. If you want to move from a state of looking sad, you need to fix what you see wrong. If you, if you don't want to keep feeling like you feeling, fix what you see wrong. That's a word. God, Ayana, you're a young girl. I hope, I'm hoping, I'm hoping auntie helping you, baby. I'm hoping auntie helping you. Fix what, if you want to, hear me. If you want to change how you're feeling about your life, about what you see, Fix what you see wrong. And a lot of people keep feeling sad about their life. Wake up every day. Go to bed every day. Feeling sad. But we ain't trying to, you ain't trying to fix nothing. If it's making you feel the way you feel, if it's making you uh, uh, you know, go to the Lord in front of the king, you know, and just have this feeling of sadness. Fix what you see wrong. He asked him, so what you want? He said, if you, if, if, 
If you are pleased with me and willing to grant my request, let me go to the land of Judah, to the city where my ancestors are buried, so I can rebuild the city. Woo! God, help me today. Whatever area of your life that you are struggling with being happy in, if you want that area of your life to change, you got to do what it takes to fix it. And sometimes it means being absent uh, on certain scenes until you get it fixed. Sometimes we can't, we can't fix what we need to fix because we're present on too much stuff. You know, we busy moving and busy going and we don't have time to fix what the problem is. So, for all y'all who with me today looking sad, are you sick or are you unhappy? Are you, you can't fix another person, Tamara. You can't fix another person. You can't fix another person. So, You'll be unhappy. You're going to be sad if you're trying to fix another person. This isn't about fixing nothing or nobody else. This is this is about you, how you carry it. Listen, this is a repetitive cliche that you hear, but it makes a whole lot of sense. If you're waiting for a person to apologize or you're waiting for a person to come to you a certain type of way for you to move forward, I just talked about it yesterday, Tamara. You don't need anybody's permission to, to move forward in advance. And if you waiting for permission, you may never move. This is about me. This is about you. This is personal. It's, 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 he, he, had, he had the power and the authority and, the, and, and, and he had the ability, right, and the capacity to go and rebuild the city. As it relates to the context of this message. Now I can preach the sermon. If y'all want me to preach the sermon. But I got to go in the word. He he wouldn't fix the city. He didn't go. He didn't go to fix a person in the city. I'm in charge of me. And my emotions. And how I feel. And how I carry myself. And if you are feeling sad. Because of something a person did. Feel it. Have that emotion. But it had... You are in control of how you carry yourself. If, honey, I would be, I would not even be able to carry me. Let's just be real and honest. None of us would be able to carry us, um, you know, if it, if we went by how many people did us right. Or, I'm sorry, how many people did us wrong. Some of us wouldn't even be able to carry ourselves if it was like that. I, I wouldn't be able to carry me. All the times, and even the wrong that I've done to people, whether I knew it or didn't know it. I can't, mm -mm. no, you, they had enough power whenever they did, whatever they did, when they betrayed you, whenever they uh, broke your trust, whatever the case may be, right? They had controlled it. They don't control me now. You can control the kid, but you can't control the grown me. The grown me, I own me. I am my own person. I am me. I don't let anything affect me that I do not want to affect me. Now, sometimes we can't heal because we're the reason. This is a teaching moment. But but this is about this is 
about us individually. You know, how you carry yourself, right? He was looking sad. He was looking sad. He was looking sad because he was unhappy. And the moral of this today is um, fix what you're unhappy. Anything that you're unhappy about, fix it with yourself. Not with other people, but with yourself. That's that's where it lasts. When you fixing you, that's when it, that's when how you look lasts. Cause if you trying to fix people, that's not you cannot guarantee how long that's gonna last. You 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 can't guarantee how long that's gonna last. Cause they may get right and act right and treat you right for a month or two or three, a year or two or three. But I can fix me. I I I can. I know how to put me in check. I know how to control this. So, again, gratitude, favor, uh, appreciation. Happiness carries a certain look. Certain look, even in your shoulders, how you walk, even your neck, your chin. You hear me? Your neck and your chin. Even if they're one and the same. You, you, you just... You know, you just you just carry yourself different. So that's what I'm saying, beautiful people. If you're not if you're not sick and you're not unhappy, then you shouldn't be looking sad. <laughs> shouldn't be looking sad.